Welcome back to the Student Pilot Cast, Episode 12. Who said anything about short, soft? As you can probably tell, at this point in my training, I started learning performance takeoffs and landings. Within a week, I had three lessons on short and soft field takeoffs and landings and was having nightmares about VX speeds and VASI lights and whatever else I could think of about these procedures. I'll also comment on some strategic mistakes that I think I made as part of my training. Chandler Tower, Cherokee 4121 Tango, Chandler Air Service. We have Sulu, and uh, we'd like a south departure, please. All right, first some background. As I said in the introduction to this episode, I did a lot of training in one week on shorts and softs. As a matter of fact, I, I was introduced to them on a Monday lesson, did a second lesson three days later on a Thursday, and then a follow-up lesson the very next day on a Friday with a different instructor. There's more to come on that later in this episode. For a whole week and three-point hours worth of pattern work, I did zero normal takeoffs and landings. So I'll take you through this tough week, starting with my first flight on the subject, and then I'll outline the follow-up lessons and, and then comment on why I think this was such a difficult week for me. For the first flight, Larry got me started on short and soft field takeoffs and landings. Obviously, I had reviewed the general procedures on this beforehand, but I didn't really learn what to do with the particular airplanes that I'm flying and how my instructor wanted to, wanted me to do it until I had a, a ground training session, which we did, and then got in the cockpit. During this session, I learned the practical procedures necessary to perform the maneuvers. Then we were going to go take two flights to learn them, and then a solo flight for me to continue practice. So that's where we'll pick up on that first flight. So for those that don't know, short and soft field landings and takeoffs are performance landing and takeoff procedures that must be learned and demonstrated to obtain a private pilot certificate. They're essentially procedures for taking off and landing on, well, short and soft fields. A short field is one that's shorter than a normal takeoff will allow or close enough to make a short field takeoff warranted. Also, it involves climbing out over a simulated 50-foot obstacle, which would happen in reality on a shorter field with maybe a tree near the departure end or perhaps a hill or a building or something like that. Soft field takeoffs and landings are for grass or dirt fields that may be soft for some reason, maybe after a rain when a a lot of airplanes have been using it, etc. Personally, I think the main reason for the procedures being in the PTS is to improve the prospective pilot's general handling of the airplane and to improve his or her normal takeoffs and landings, but that's just my perception. I could be wrong. In any case, we headed out to do the first lesson on performance takeoffs and landings. We'd obviously be staying in the pattern to do this, and we'd need to do full stops and then taxi backs to take off again to do these this practice properly. We'll pick up uh, getting the ATIS and getting a clearance to taxi to the active runway. Channel Tower Information Sierra Time 2247 Zulu. Wind 210 at 8, weather better than 5005. Temperature 26, 2.02, altimeter 2984. Visual approach and use, landing and departing runways 22, left and right. No TAM, caution for multiple obstructions in the vicinity of Chandler Airport, up to 310 feet AGL. Use caution for bird activity in the vicinity of Chandler. Advise on initial contact to Sierra. Chandler Ground Cherokee 4122 Tangos at Chandler Air Service. Uh, we have Sierra, and we would like to uh, stay in the pattern for uh, taxi backs. 
Cherokee Fall 122 Tango, Channel Ground, taxi to runway 22 right. Taxi to 22 right, uh, Cherokee 22 Tango. Okay, so we'd be starting with a short field takeoff, which basically means in this practice context that we want to use as little linear space as possible on or off the runway to clear a simulated 50-foot obstacle. Then we go into a normal climb out. In our airplane, this would mean two notches of flaps for the extra lift, staying on the brakes until the engine develops full power, and then rotating at lower than normal speed per the pilot's operating handbook, or POH. Then we'd hold a slower than normal climb past the obstacle, and then lower the nose, accelerating to a normal climb speed while raising the flaps. That's what we'll hear now. But before we do that, I wanted to play a quick request from one of the Super Cubs on the field to get an intersection departure. They asked to depart from taxiway Mike. They got the approval, but the controller forgot which intersection he was at. You can hear Larry say it, then me, then the guy requesting it on the radio to remind the controller. The guy in the tower, laughing, finally finished the clearance. See? Flying is fun. Can I go from Mike? Super Cub 6 here, Charlie, are you ready to go? Yes, sir, I'm ready. Super Cub 6 here, Charlie, runway 22 right at taxiway. Mike. 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 Taxiway Mike. <laughs> takeoff, thanks. Okay, there you go. Mike. Okay, so back to the short field takeoff. Because in a real short field situation, we would want to use as much runway as possible, we simulate that here. Instead of pulling into the normal takeoff position, we'll hug the approach end of the runway, turn onto center line sharply, and apply the brakes fully, and put in full power. As the airplane develops full power, Larry has me release the brakes, and then rotate and hold the climb speed with pitch attitude, as outlined in the POH for our airplane. Because of that pause we need on the runway, you'll hear me request a momentary delay as part of my request to take off. So here we go. Chandler Tower, Cherokee 4122 Tango is ready at 22 right. Request momentary delay. Helicopter 7516 Golf at the helipad. Make left traffic. Uh, you're at the helipad. Clear land for all the company traffic. Full stop. It might feel different this time. Cherokee 4122 Tango, momentary delay. Runway 22 right. Clear for takeoff. Clear for takeoff. Momentary delay. Cherokee 22 Tango. And other helicopter calling on entered was at 3082 Charlie. Everything's the same. That's what this feels a whole lot different. Yeah, we're assuming we've got a real short runway and we have to. Helicopter 900 Charlie and Sagan, you, uh, okay. understand you want to terminate okay. two miles south for left traffic to the helipad. If you went above 60, you might flunk. Okay. Now we're clear of any obstacles, so drop the nose. Get it. We're well above any obstacles, so drop it and let it accelerate to 63. Helicopter 70562, your phone company nice traffic three and a half to four miles at two miles circle south for left traffic to the helipad. There you go. Have that traffic inside at two miles circle. And you're already accelerating, so there you go. And then take it to 73, right? Or 79, I mean. Yeah, if you want to. We could okay. have climbed at 63, I guess. I okay. Depends on if we want VX or VY. Right. Helicopter 3082, Charlie, Shantar, make left traffic to the helipad, report south point. 
The exit 63 is with zero flaps, though, so that, you know, when we're using two notches of flaps, we can climb at 55. Uh, that's for short field. So I actually messed it up a little there, right? I mean, they I got a little above 60. Yeah. What you want to do is pull it off Start at 50, 55, 60, and then let it accelerate to 55. And slightly I like, now, they give you a plus 5, so if you, you go to 60, but if you're over 60, they might flunk you. So. I was just surprised at how nose high that attitude is. Yeah. I'll get it next time. Helicopter 562, roger. Well, nobody wants that. I'll obviously be practicing these until I can get it right. Actually, the takeoffs turned out to be not too difficult. Softfield is a little more tricky than this one, but we'll get to that eventually. For now, though, Larry was going to have me working on shortfield takeoffs and softfield landings, which in his opinion were the two easiest of the four. So we'll pick up here getting clearance to land and do a softfield landing. The idea here, if you don't already know, is to do a pretty normal approach, but you want to touch down soft with the nose in a high attitude into the soft stuff. In this case, simulated soft stuff. Hold the nose off the ground after touchdown until clear of that soft part of the runway. That actually means leaving in a little power while touching down. It takes longer to, to actually get, get the airplane down with some power, so you have to be really patient. Then after touchdown, you keep pulling back as the airplane slows to keep the nose wheel off the ground. Then when Larry says we're clear of the, the soft stuff, you can very gently let it down as you reduce the power and slow down to a stop. On a real soft field, brakes probably wouldn't be necessary, and in most cases, it would probably be a bad idea to apply brakes as you'd probably slide. So at least that's how I understand it. So here we are coming in for my first soft field landing. Check it 22 Tango, runway 22 right. Clear to land. Clear to land 22 right. Uh, Cherokee 22 Tango. Cessna 8 Golf Whiskey, runway 22 left. Clear to land number 2, following a helicopter turn base. They're all the same, everything's the same, but just when you get close enough, you know you're going to make the runway, we want to set the power and leave it there. Helicopter 1-6 Golf, taxiway Charlie, clear touch and go. And out here you can use whatever power you need to get to the runway at a normal landing. Once you get close, you want to set that power and it might be a matter of not only... Helicopter 9 Victor Hotel, roger, yeah, resume taxiway Charlie pattern. <laughs> know about what it sounds and feels like to put it on about 1400 RPM, so we can just keep it going straight down the runway, just fly it above the runway. <laughs> Much for that nice calm wind, eh? Yeah. Okay, set the power at 1400 right now. There's about 1400 right there, just leave it there now. All we want to do is I'm going to have one, two fingers on with it just to kind of show you. Cessna 8 Golf Whiskey, if you like, runway 2 power right there. there now. And just fly it down. You want to work it as close as you can while Cessna you slow down. Cessna 8 Golf Whiskey, change runway 2 to right, runway 2 to right, line. Nice and slow, nice and slow, nice and slow, nice. Touch it down nice and soft. Don't take off again. Now we hold the nose back. Okay, we're clear of the soft stuff. Let the nose down. You can go ahead and brake, pull the power off. Checking 2 2 Tango, turn right next tax, remain as frequency tax runway 2 2 right via taxiway Alpha November. We'll taxi back via Alpha November to 2 2 right, uh, Cherokee 2 2 Tango. And we were just patient, 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 let it slow down, had that little momentum, a little bit of power, just to squeak it on like we did. And once it squeaked on, you got too much airspeed and pull back too hard, it might lift up over the air again. So just pull hard enough to keep the nose off the ground, and then as it slows down, you might have pulled a little harder and a little harder. Chandler, tower, the next time around, we got on to short final, and we hadn't been cleared yet to land, so I inquired. They were uh, busy on the other frequency, evidently. 
Channel Tower, Cherokee, 22 Tango, looking for a clearance to land, 22 right. Aircraft con Channel Tower on frequency 126.1, say again. Cherokee 22 Tango doesn't have a clearance to land yet. Do we have clearance? Cherokee 22 Tango, runway 22 right, cleared to land. Cleared to land, 22 right. 1400 Tango. Uh, and okay. shut it down there somewhere. That's good. Just take your time now. Just take your time. Hold it off the runway. Just take your time right here. We got to up this holder right, right there. Hold it right there. Hold it right there. Cherokee 1312, Channel Tower, make left traffic runway 22 left, report that one. Okay, yeah, well, that one, he kind of screwed us up there. I, I had have more that. RPMs in because I didn't know if I was going to have to go around. Yeah, yeah, next time just say 22 Tango, clear Cherokee, line. 22 Tango, remain this frequency, taxi to runway 22 right. Taxi to 22 right, remain this frequency, Cherokee 22 Tango. Sorry about that. So I was coming in a little fast, not knowing if I'd have to go around or not, and got a little screwed up. After he cleared me to land, though, I forgot to take out the extra power I had in to keep from landing while waiting for a clearance, and it made for a pretty bad landing. The controller was nice enough to apologize, though, for forgetting about us. I, on the other hand, needed to do it again. I was getting frustrated that I was having such a hard time. So it was nice of him to apologize, and nice of Larry to say that it, that it was him that screwed us up, but ultimately it was my fault that I didn't nail it. I should have been able to recover, or should have asked earlier for a clearance, or should have just gone around. Anyway, it was clear I was going to need a lot more practice on these performance landings. It wasn't a dangerous landing, or it wasn't terrible, but it certainly wasn't a good soft field landing. I landed much flatter than I should have, and I didn't bleed off speed like I needed to, and landed too fast. I would be getting a lot more practice, though. I'll add, too, that the week before, during my second solo, I had to remind the tower for a clearance as well. I don't remember if I included that in the in the in uh, that episode that I did or not, but a similar thing happened while I was alone, and it was fine, so this shouldn't have screwed me up as badly as it did. I, I guess it was all the new things I was having to learn. Here I was just barely starting to figure out normal landings, and all of a sudden I've got to do all of this new stuff that feels different, looks different, and basically makes me have to be more patient with the landing. So, yep, I was getting frustrated with myself, but I pressed on. So here was the next takeoff, again of the short field variety. At least I was starting to get one of these. Granted, it was the easiest of the four, but baby steps, right? Channel Terror, Cherokee 4122 Tango is ready at 22 right. Request momentary delay. Cherokee 22 Tango, momentary delay approved. Runway 22 right, clear for takeoff. Clear for takeoff, 22 right, 22 Tango. Two notches, brakes, and power. You did it right last time. You just got to hold the nose up a little bit more. Again, we're not going to go very far until we say we're clear of an obstacle. It's actually simulated 50 foot obstacle, which isn't as tall as the tower. But we're going to... 40. 55 now. There you go. 55. Still don't even have a stall warning. And you're clear of the obstacle, so go ahead and drop the nose. That's pretty cool, man. You really jump off. And it's good to kind of do it that way. You don't want to pull so, so abruptly that you stall. Yeah. But, I mean, that was good because it doesn't show you. That's not a wimpy pull. I think we were just on downwind from crosswind when he uh, cleared us to land. He wasn't going to forget about us again. Cherokee 22 Tango, runway 22 right, clear to land. 22 <laughs> right, clear to land, Cherokee 22 Tango. Got us earlier that time. Yeah. So we'll pick back up coming around for a soft field landing. Cherokee 22 Tango, runway 22 right, clear to land. Clear to land, 22 right, Cherokee 22 Tango.
time, same thing. Be patient. Set it at fourteen hundred or what you get. You should kind of get used to what that sounds and feels like fourteen hundred. Because if you get too close and you're on a check ride, you're going to have to just set it by sound and feel and just keep it there. I'll let you know what it is. That's about twelve hundred RPMs. That's about fifteen, sixteen hundred right there. About fifteen hundred right there. That's more like it. That's about fourteen or a little above. Again, just you're telling yourself you're not gonna land, you're just gonna fly it over the runway here. Just find that spot and keep it right there. Just keep it right there. Just keep it right there. Good now just hold the nose off a little bit. There you go, keep it going nice and straight. Going to the left, so go ahead and let the nose down. And he's the. It wants to go left when you got the nose up because you still got that P-pack right. maybe trying to push you to the left. So you got to make I was sure. Just trying you... to use the rudder, but yeah. it just wasn't enough at that slow speed, I guess. Yeah. We stayed. Was What's better. That? that was better. No, you stayed on the runway. You got a little left to center, but you'll just use more next time. All right. So I'm just starting to get it, but I can tell, as you probably can as well, that I'm going to need some serious practice on these things. In the syllabus, I was slated for this lesson, and then one more to complete the training, and then I was going to be doing a solo flight to practice them. We'll catch up on that in a few minutes, but first I'll play the next short field takeoff, which I think was probably my best one. Challenge Tower, Cherokee 4122 Tango, radio 22 right, request momentary delay. Cherokee 4122 Tango, momentary delay approved, only 22 right, clear for takeoff. Clear for takeoff, 22 right, Cherokee 22 Tango. Okay, two notches of flaps, brakes in. 40, 45, and 50. Uh, good one, good one. Okay, you're clear of the obstacle. Let's go ahead and accelerate. Okay, so I'm starting to get the hang of the takeoffs, I guess, but landings were still a bear. We did a couple more, but I never really felt super comfortable. My second to last time around, Larry wanted to introduce me to my first soft field takeoff. It's pretty self-explanatory, so I'll let it play. Larry mostly did this takeoff to demonstrate. We're going to do a soft field takeoff this time. Okay. We'll end up using two notches of flaps. We want a shallow an angle, turn out under the runway as we can. Okay. So I'm going to be with you and show you this one. Who did I just show it to? I obviously it wasn't. What we're going to do is, before we get on the runway, we're going to set the power to 1500 when they clear us for takeoff. We're going to hold the yoke all the way back. We're going to get a shallow turn on the runway, as shallow as we can. On this end, it's easier. That end, it's harder. Right. And when we're on the center line, we're going to fly full power, full back on the yoke. It's going to feel awkward because the nose is going to come off, so we have to use whatever rudder we need. And again, mainly right rudder. It might want to go left. And now it's a feel maneuver. You're going to feel when it lifts off the ground. And you're going to feel a lifting action uh, once we get going, and it's not really off yet. So you got to almost hold it back. As I feel an initial lifting action, I, I, I let off the yoke just a little bit. And then as soon as we know it's off, we have to relax enough back pressure to keep it in ground effect and let it accelerate. This is uh, the harder We don't need a thing. delay, right? No, no. So just go ahead and set two notches of flaps here, 25 degrees of flaps, and when you're and just go out a little bit over there because sure. we can make a shallow turn out onto the runway. Okay, yeah, we're just going to make a shallow turn, and when you're ready, go ahead and give them a call. And Channel and Tower, Cherokee 4122 Tango's ready to go on 22 right. 
Check 4122 Tango, runway 22 right, clear for takeoff. Clear for takeoff, 22 right, Cherokee 22 Tango. 1500 RPMs, that's all. 1500, no. leave it at 1500. Okay, there's 15. I'll just kind of demonstrate this first one, and we got time, we'll do one more. Yellow turnout as we get on the center line. Again, you got to feel this, this with me now. We'll keep it going straight, the nose is going to come off. It's going to feel awkward here, and it's going to start. That's kind of, I'm going to relax the back pressure just a tiny bit right there. It's off the ground, almost off, it's off the ground. Did you feel it a little yep. bit? Now we let it accelerate. In this case, I'll let it accelerate to 63, and we'll climb on at 63. Okay, it's all yours. Hey, got, you it. got it. And I relaxed the back pressure just a little bit, just a tiny bit, because your goal is to get off that runway as soon as you can. You shift the weight from the wheels, you know. To the wings. To yeah. the wings, right, because you want to get off that soft field. Now we'll... Then we did another soft field landing, and then I would try one more soft field takeoff with me on the controls this time. Cherokee, 22 Tango, runway 22 right, clear to land. Clear to land, 22 right, Cherokee, 22 Tango. That right there is 1400, though, just so you kind of get used to it. Sound, what it sounds like, what it feels like at about 1400. Again, that's if you to get too close and you don't want to look down, you should be able to kind of know about what 1400 is like. That's about 1200. On your speed there, so don't want to get too slow down here because then you want to use that bit of speed. Okay, that's 1700. That's about 1400 right there, maybe a little above. Goal is just to stay right here, get the nose nice and straight, just fly it right down the runway, a little bit above it. Just find that spot above the runway and just gently hold it there, hold it there, hold it there. Okay, that's not bad. Other mains. You hold that off. Okay, I don't think it's going to stay up longer, so we'll go ahead and nose down, pull the power off. That takes some finesse and some practice, but you're getting the idea. You're doing better and better. Cherokee 22 Tango, remain the frequency taxi to runway 22 right via Alpha November. Taxi to 22 right, remain this frequency, Cherokee 22 Tango. Okay, I'll have you do a soft field takeoff. Talk you through it. I might have a couple fingers there. Just to, I'm just gonna. I want to feel what you're doing. Okay. But I want you to do it. I want you to feel it because it's a feel maneuver. I mean, you got to really hold that yoke back as it accelerates, as it starts to lifting off a little bit. Just relax the back pressure just a teeny bit. Then you're waiting to know it's off the ground. Once you know it's off the ground, then you just almost relax your wrist a little bit. Just up back pressure to keep you right above the runway. Let it accelerate. Okay, when you're ready, when they clear you, you want 50 RPMs, you'll call the way back. Chandler Tower, Cherokee 4122 Tango is ready at 22 right. Cherokee 4122 Tango, Chandler Tower, runway 22 right, clear for takeoff. Clear for takeoff, 22 right, Cherokee 22 Tango. Go all the way back. You're taxiing out onto a soft surface, so we're trying to transfer that weight. Oh, we want it off the nose wheel, too, if we can, as soon as possible. Shallow turnout, then full power. Might have to hold a little right rudder, whatever you need to do to, on that rudder to keep it on the center line. That's uh, way up there. We just feel it starting to lift a little. Relax the back pressure just a touch, just a teeny bit. Here, off the ground, drop the nose. Go ahead and drop the nose. Go ahead and push forward. We don't oh. want to stay in ground effect. Let it accelerate. The reason you want to do that is it'll fly a lot slower airspeed in ground effect. And then you fly out of ground effect going real slow and you might stall. So, it, okay, you're at 63 and we're about.
So as you could hear, I didn't keep it low enough by pitching it over, so Larry made sure I didn't stall it. It's a little weird pitching back toward the runway that you just took off from, but necessary to stay in ground effect until the speed is up high enough to climb out successfully. I just needed to feel it and realize how it felt because in subsequent lessons, I really started to get the hang of this one. And actually, I actually like that uh, soft field takeoff. Of course, these new landings were becoming my nemesis. I did have one more to do, though, so I'll let this play from short final. Yeah, there's about 1,400 right there. And your goal is to not land. They could go straight flat over the top of the runway and just keep it there. Just keep it right. Don't go up, don't go down. There you go. Nice one. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah. Okay, you can let those down. That was a good one. All right. That was that was the best one. Good one to end on. I'm going to go to the next taxiway. Okay. Nice one on that one. That's the way you want to do it. Two Tango, turn right next taxiway, taxi around, monitor ground frequency. Have a good one. Turn right on Foxtrot, monitor ground, uh, Cherokee Two Two Tango. Thank you. Yeah, that felt a lot better. Yeah, that that did. That was very good. Yeah, you held it there, held it there, held it there, held it there. It slowed down. You worked the nose up, and you did a nice squeaker. What? I got one? I guess miracles do happen. Like I said in the cockpit, it was good to end on this one, but don't worry. I have plenty more really bad soft field landings to come. Okay, so a few days later, I went up with Larry again. This was to be our second lesson on shorts and softs. I was in the first time slot of the day, first thing in the morning, so no one had flown yet. We hopped in the plane and started to get ATIS, and this is what we heard. All right. Somebody have it in here? Good. in use. Lang departing, runway 22 left. Notice airmen, multiple obstructions in the vicinity of Chandler Airport up to 310 AGL. That's interesting. Caution, bird activity in the vicinity of Chandler. Say 22 left or 22 right. 22 right, temporarily unusable. Okay. Departure, advise ground control, your direction of departure, advise in this contact. You have information, Foxtrot. So the north runway was temporarily closed for some reason. We were hoping this wouldn't impair our ability to do full-stop taxi backs, which would put a damper in my training if we couldn't do them. So we called ground. Chandler ground, Cherokee 81312 is at Chandler Air Service. We have Foxtrot, and uh, we'd like to stay in the pattern for uh, taxi backs. Cherokee 81312, Chandler ground, taxi to runway 22 left via taxiway Alpha November, Bravo, Quebec. Via Alpha November, Bravo, Quebec, we'll taxi to 22 left, uh, Cherokee 312. So far, so good. After a minute or so of taxiing, this is what we heard. Cherokee 312, uh, this time we've got uh, several helicopters outbound and be back inbound. Uh, good possibility, no taxi back, so you maybe expect touch and goes at a part to the south. Uh, okay. Uh, Roger, 312. So we had to head out from the airport for a bit. We did some VOR practice and maybe a couple of other things I can't remember. And this lowered the number of shorts and softs that we could do during this flight, so I think we only got in three or maybe four. I did get a chance that day to do my first couple of short field landings, though. Obviously, I needed more than that, and I needed to practice the other ones as well, so my instructor made arrangements for me after this flight to fly the very next day, which was one of his days off, with another instructor so I could get in the practice I needed with some instruction with the CFI in, in the cockpit with me. 
And then I would get to do a solo to practice them uh, later the next week. So I had the extra instruction, got some really good practice and pointers. And like I've said before in other episodes, getting instruction from a different instructor can be really useful. During this lesson, I felt like I, I really figured out soft field takeoffs better than I had before. I had a couple of okay landings and a couple of not so great landings. Uh, but I did both shorts and softs on, on the landings and takeoffs. So it was good practice. Okay, so while this was a good lesson, it could have been much, much better. And not just that last one, but, but all three of these, uh, uh, of these uh, performance landing and takeoff lessons could have been much, much better than they were. And the problem wasn't my instructor or the conditions or anything like that. The problem was that I wasn't prepared. I'm going to speak directly to all of those students out there and pr prospective students who are listening, and hopefully you can learn from my mistake. Here I was on the third lesson in a week, less than a week, on short and soft field landings, and I was still making procedural mistakes like not setting the power correctly or forgetting to raise the flaps right after touch, touching down on a short field landing, etc. There's no excuse for that. And because of my lack of preparation, I was wasting good training time in the cockpit. Look, once my instructor has taught me something procedural, something that's just cut and dry, this is what you do, it shouldn't have to happen again. From the next lesson on, everything about that procedure should be experience-based, not relearning or solidifying how to do it, but getting a feel for it, a sight picture for it, and some experience with it. Bottom line, I blew it because I wasn't prepared. I think this was a case where I flew too much. Most students make the opposite mistake, but this was my third short and soft field lesson within four days, and I was busy with other things in my life and work, and I should have taken the time to get myself prepared, and I didn't do that. While flying often is usually very helpful, flying too often, if you're not prepared, is not helpful. In retrospect, I should have postponed a couple of these flights so I could visualize these new maneuvers being, that were being introduced to me. I should have spent some time couch flying these short and soft field approaches and takeoffs and just kind of visualizing th through the procedures. I should have drilled myself on the procedures for the airplane for, for these tasks. Until I had done these things, I probably shouldn't have continued the in-cockpit lessons because I was pretty much spinning my wheels. Not literally. <laughs> I took that away as a lesson in and of itself, and I hope that it helps someone else out there too. Obviously, we all learn differently, but at least for me, I know I wasn't prepared in this situation and my training suffered a bit for it. I needed to slow down, prepare more, and then get some more time in the cockpit for the experience. Now that said, the experience I did get was good, and I was all set to do my solo the next week on these performance landings, and after a prep ride with my normal CFI, next would be my stage two check. The very next day, though, I was to do a solo on ground reference maneuvers, which I'll cover in the next episode. While I had been flying a lot the past week, doing this solo on something completely different than shorts and softs would hopefully prove valuable, so we'll see. For now, though, I'll end this episode on shorts and softs. It was quite an adventure in a very short amount of time. I realize now, as I record this a couple of weeks later, that these maneuvers are very important in a lot of ways, and there's a reason that they're part of the practical test standards for private pilot. 
As always, if you have comments, questions, or suggestions, please contact me either via the website's contact page at www.studentpilotcast.com or simply email me at bill at studentpilotcast.com. Also remember that you can leave public comments regarding a specific episode at the website by using the comments link under the episode. At this point in my training, I was very excited to get through Stage 2 and into the cross-country portion of my syllabus. It's, it's all flying by very quickly and starting to seem like a blur. After all, one of these days in the near future, I hope anyway, I'm going to be a pilot. Music for today's audio cast is the song To Be an Angel from the great Canadian band Uncle Seth. You can get more information and subscribe to the Student Pilot audio cast using iTunes, Zune, or any other podcatcher at www.studentpilotcast.com.